baby friend. Very happy to be here again this evening to pray for the sick. Sorry, this is our closing night of this particular revival. If the good Lord will permit me to come again and you all would want us, we hope to come your way again sometime to, to have a, a long meeting sometime where we can just stay on and on. The main thing about the meetings is this, one of the tragedies, we can't get auditoriums long enough to really see the meeting through where it should be. Most of the time is that the people are, they get, I'm gone before the results begin to show onto the people, most of the time. But I certainly enjoy all your fellowship, your kindness, and all that you've done. I shall never forget you as long as I live. May God bless you in my prayer. And you will continue to pray for me, I'm sure, to be a Christian as I try to go into other parts of the world now to bring the gospel to other peoples, the needy and the outcasts in other lands. I certainly do solicit your prayers for me. May God be with you and help you. I want to thank you. Brother Baxter just told me they're taking a love offering for me. I thank you so much. I'm not worthy to have a love offering. I don't do enough to deserve a love offering. And I, I would not take it. I was a pastor of a church for some 15 years. I never got offering in my life. Never in all my life got one offering for myself or anyone else. I've always worked and, and made my living. When it comes to a place this way, they give me love offerings. It's what I thrive on. I have a family. And I have, have to make some way to make a living for them. And all the money, my wife, which is sitting present, knows that every penny that I don't use for our own living is what means we don't live lustrous. We just try to live just as just what we can, can get by with. And what's left over out of the love offering, we put right straight in foreign missions and go into the work of the Lord. It's not earthly things that we desire. It's heavenly things that we look forward to. Someday, the poet said, a tenor cottage, why should I care? They're building a palace for me over there. Rubies and diamonds and silver and gold. His coffers are full, he has riches untold. And now, we don't want to take too much of the time here speaking just now, but just so that you will have a, just a little say thank you for all your kindness. And then if there's any credit that ever goes to anyone, it's the first time I'm aiming to speak up just now. And I'm saying, Brother Brandon, I know you have an awful hard time. Many people calling and things. I love it. That's part of my life. But if there's, we have a very lovely little family home. My first family was broken up by death many, many years ago. I was just married a little over two years. Billy's mother. She was taken home. And my baby. And then I tried to live as true to God. There when I laid my hands on my baby's head and blessed her, the angels of God come packed her little soul with her mother. I put her little body with her mother's and buried them together. Billy and I, year after year, go to that grave and place a flower on there knowing one thing that some glorious daybreak, Jesus should come. Never thought I'd ever be married again. Billy got big enough to go to school. You know, as Job of old, when what was taken from him, God restored I don't believe I could have found any way. It wasn't by choice. It was God who gave me 
a companion. It's really been a sweetheart to me and a real mother to Billy. She's just a young girl. She's years younger than I am. She's worked so hard and thinking for labor in the gospel until her hair has turned gray at 30 years old. She certainly is a real queen to our home. Sweetheart, I want you to stand up this minute. She's sitting right down here before me. I know this is kind of conspicuous. That's my wife and his friend. Very backward, timid little. We're a country boy and girl. I've had many good partners in my life. Good hunting partners. I like to hunt. Go hunting. New York State's where I was initiated. I still love these Adirondack Mountains above any place I've ever seen in my life. The Adirondack Mountains. I have a very fine hunting partner. I call my wife honey. I call my little girl sugar, so we got a sweet family. <laughs> She's just as backward as her mother is, but I wonder if my little Rebecca would stand up just a minute and we'd just, oh, I'm going to have an all the time doing this, I see. She's got her head down. Would you like, how about coming up here and standing with Dad just a minute? Would you like her in the post to see you, a real honey partner? You know, you don't make me turn your head, Jesus. Say you're in the red now. All right, honey. Oh, All right. Billy Paul, I don't, you know him, of course, my boy. Where are you at, Billy? He's around here somewhere. He has that hard job of giving out prayer cards. <laughs> We've had, that's the hardest job there is to campaign. Called three or four different men to have breakdown. And then Billy's trying to take that place. Just as a lad, he's 16 years, but kind of a hard work for him, but... He returns back from Africa, the good Lord willing with me, and he enters Bob Jones College then. Then he says, education, whatever God has chosen for him to do in life's journey, I hope that God gives him the calling then. It's not very easy leaving home, leaving our loved ones and so forth. I've got a little girl at home now. Her name is Sarah. A little black-headed, black-eyed girl, just as sweet as she can be. And... I love her with all my heart, and we left her the other day, and wife come this far, they return home in the morning while we fly away to Africa to bring them in. Pray for them. She's the one who stands at the door, stands between the right and wrong, shields me. I appreciate your prayers for her. May God give us a safe journey back together again. Now, in the meetings, many, many, many times, things are said and done, so forth, that we can't heal no one, we know that. We don't claim to heal anyone, we only claim to pray for the sick, God does the healing. The ministry the Lord has given is a little, probably a little bit different from uh, some of the ministers, ministry, but... God gives severally as He will. You believe that? Just as He will, that's what He uh, He does. And so we know that He is and a reward of those who uh, diligently seek Him. Is that right? Now I want to read just a little scripture, and we'll go right straight into the service. I believe God's going to give us a great service tonight. I just pray for my boy, Reverend Fuller, come up to get me. That God would do something special for us tonight. 
and would bless the people. Usually the last night there's more heal than there is than any other night. It's because that great pressure of pull and, and wanting to get into the line. Now, it doesn't heal anyone. But I've asked God tonight to do something special. To heal people all the way around over the building. All the way around the building. I want him to do it. Now, I know he's going to do it. I have never, for his will, any of my life, ever got down and really prayed sincerely for what he answered. I've never done it. Now, sometimes if I thought of something that wasn't right, and maybe I was some selfish something I prayed, it wouldn't do me any good. Because if my prayer would just come back and I would have no faith, even in the beginning, it would be answered. But just trying to break through, but you can't pull nothing from God. It's not right. It's got to be right. Now, I wish to read some scriptures in two places in the blessed word of God. If you'd like to read them with me or follow me, turn to St. Matthew's, the fourth chapter, beginning with the 23rd verse. And then turn over to, if you will, in St. Luke, the first chapter, and beginning with the, um, I beg your pardon, the second chapter with the 25th verse. And I want to read two portions. One of these is the starting of the ministry. The other is at his death. Or not at his death, at his birth. Pardon me. Now in St. Matthew, the, the Fourth chapter, the 23rd verse, Jesus just beginning his ministry. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness, all manner of diseases among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all the sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, those which were lunatics, and those which had the palsy, and he healed them. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee and, and from Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond Jordan. And then over in the second chapter of St. Luke, we read this, beginning with the 25th verse. Oh, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parent brought the child Jesus to do for him after the customs of the law, then touching him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for my eyes have seen thy salvation. That's Almighty God, we thank Thee for this great lesson tonight. And it's written here in the Scripture that He went about all Judea and Samaria, around the tablets and all around over the world, as it was known then, doing good, healing the sick, casting out devils, setting the captives free. And we know that now that thou hast not changed since that day, that you're still the same. In the day of the question, you said that you did what the Father showed you to do. In a prayer to your Father, you said that you had finished the work that he had given you to do. And then the Holy Spirit has come upon man, and they must continue the gospel to the end of the age. And here we are, Lord. The age is ending. We thank thee for this great city. 
Let me offer
that certainly was wrong. Thanks, thanks to some of the sweetest, humblest people I've ever met. And right here in New York. It's true that so many on the streets you hardly meet anybody. Tonight while we were having a little lunch, some people come in, they look over that way and kind of smile, and I thought that must be Christian. A few moments they shook my hand and said, yes, we're from the tabernacle, the glad tidings tabernacle. Now, I, I found this. I said to my wife when I went out, I said, you can go to Finland, Sweden, Germany, France, Belgium, wherever you want to. When you find people that's born to the Spirit, they're the same thing in the world. Where we're all one in Christ Jesus, fellow citizens of the kingdom, co-workers together in this harvest field. We have feeling one for the other. Now tonight, I want to speak just a moment on expectation. Simeon was a man... He's old, his way that we're taught by theologians that he was somewhere in his age. But he had a real heart waiting for God. Sometimes the church has got to a place that just a very few left believers. But God has always had a remnant of people somewhere who would believe. Do you know that? Look at the Andalusian world. There were just a few, Noah, his sons, his daughter-in-law, and his wife. That was all went into the ark. Is that right? Jesus said, as it was with David Noah, so will it be in the coming of the Son of Man. Straight is the gate, narrow is the way, and the few there will be that find. Oh, Christian, make yourself one of the few. You have an invitation. Just move on. As it was in the days of Noah. Look at the morality. Eating, drinking, marrying, giving, marriage. You knew it not until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Be one of them that goes in. Pray for me that I'll be with you. I want to be. I sure want to be. That's my heart's desire to go in that day with you all. Be represented. Many times here, I'd like to take each one of you and go out and sit down and talk a while. Take you to my hotel room. Wish I could do that. God knows my heart. When I was a little boy, I was more or less what they call the black sheep of the family. I didn't drink. My people were all Irish, farming. They drank. All of them smoked, gambled. And I'd take my gun and go hunting. None of them understood me. And when I was ordained in the Missionary Baptist Church, they said, someday you'll be a holy roller. They didn't understand me. I couldn't, wasn't, couldn't find nowhere. Nobody wanted me. And finally, one day, God placed me with somebody who loved me. And I, I'm happy to be one of you. I believe it's the cream of the crop. No disregards to anyone else. But it's just some word that it just fit like a glove. I just, I never really could find a place where I've always misunderstood. I thought it should be somebody else. I always wanted friends. Oh, I just do anything to get a friend. Not long ago, I remember, of course, my father drinking and everything. We didn't have too much of a name in the city. I used to go downtown. I was a little ragged boy standing there and hair hanging down. No clothes, hardly. Remember wearing an old coat school all winter long, no shirt on, had buttoned up like this. I couldn't take it off. Springtime come, the teacher asked me if I wasn't hot with that coat on. I said, no, ma'am. I couldn't take it off. I didn't have on no shirt. And I, and I never forget that and how the people, you know, always poor white trash. Looking like that, I go downtown, go talking to somebody. If they, if they have no one else talk to, they talk to me. And I go, what am I doing? I haven't done nothing. I haven't harmed anybody. Somebody else would come along to talk to them. They'd turn around, leave me alone, and walk away. 
other day I was sitting on the porch talking to my wife not long ago. I said, think of it, honey. A few years ago, I couldn't get even anyone to talk to me. Now I have to get out in the woods somewhere and hide away and have a little rest. Oh, what was it? My personality? I have an education. I have a grammar school, seventh grade. What was it? The blood of Jesus Christ stooped down and picked me up. I love him with all my heart. Let him die It's by his merit, his love. Not see people that love me. You just don't know how I feel towards you. I'll make an appointment with you, friend. I might not be able tonight to fulfill this, but some glorious day when it's all over, we come up to glory. You get there before I do. Some morning, you get out of your palace. The sun's rising over the horizon. Look down there in a little cabin down there in the hillside somewhere. You hear somebody standing out there on the back porch saying an amazing grace how sweet and sound. You say, Brother Brandon made it. That'll be me. I've never been able to sing, but I've always wanted to sing Amazing Grace. I'll be standing out there singing Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. We'll sit down together down under Jacob's well. Won't be hurry up. We've got a prayer meeting for the sick. There'll be no sick there. It'll all be well then. We'll sit down and talk a few thousand years with one another. Walk up and down the streets of gold. Won't that be wonderful? That's not a fictitious dream. That's the gospel truth. We shall see the old Baptist song we used to sing down in Kentucky. We sang, I shall know, yes, I shall know him, and redeemed by his side I shall stand. I shall know, I shall know him by the prince of the nails in his hand. I know him. That does not yet appear what we shall be like, but we'll have a body like his, for we shall see him as he is. As long as I can see him and be with him, no matter what he looks like, as long as it's him, it'll be heaven to be wherever it is. And I know you feel the same way. A remnant. God's given the privilege to be associated with you all tonight. A remnant waiting for God, as it was in the days of our text. Simeon had a promise of the Holy Spirit that he was not going to die until he'd seen the Lord's cry. So he went around telling people that he wasn't going to die until he'd seen the Lord's cry. Could you imagine how that man felt? Going around, is an old sage white beard and white hair hanging down. They go around telling people, now, I'm not going to die until I see the Lord's crying. While the people said, maybe the old fellow is just a little bit off. But he had the promise of the Holy Spirit. He believed that he would receive, see the Christ before he seen death because the Holy Ghost called. Now, he had that desire in his heart because he had the promise. If you believe whatever you believe, if you come to the meeting tonight just to find something to go away to criticize it, they will show it to you. You'll see it. And if you come to find something about God that you could go away and be blessed, God will show it to you. Whatever you desire, whatever you are, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is it. You go away and say, well, I, I didn't expect him to be called in the prayer line. Well, I didn't, I didn't expect the Holy Spirit to speak and call me out here. But if you don't expect it, you won't receive it. But as you believe, see, expectancy. My mother one time sent me to a place to meet her sister. I'd never seen her. She told me what he would look like, what she would look like. So now she'll have a high forehead, that so she's got dark hair. My mother's a half-breed. She's an Indian. And so she said that she'll have a high forehead. She's got thin hair and describes how she looks, that she's a thin little woman. And said, you'll know her by certain descriptions. And I was looking through the audience, and I had some idea of what she looked like. And as soon as I see her, I said, you're my auntie. She said, who are you? And I said, uh, you know Ella Brandon? I said, yes. I said, 
my mother. She said, my sister. And there we was. See? Now, we ought to have some idea tonight what the Holy Spirit in its operation should look like. The, Jesus describes to us just what the church of the living God will look like. He said, in my name, they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. If they take up serpents or drink any things that won't harm them. If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. The things that I do shall you do also. Know the thoughts of the heart and describe, discern, and so forth. Is that right? Now, if you're looking for God, that shows that there's something somewhere here that you're looking for. Now, David said in the scriptures, when the deep calls to the deep, the deep calls to the deep. In other words, when there's a, a desire in here, there's something out there that's causing. Up here, before there is a, uh, a desire in here, there has to be something create that desire. See? And if there's a creator to create that desire of that creation. You get what I mean? Here. Before there was a, a fin on a fish's back. You're here, you have much fish, I guess, along these bays here. Look, before there was a fin on a fish's back, there had to be a water first for him to swim in, or he would have had that fin. See? God put that fin on him to swim in the water, so there had to be a water first before there was a fin on his back. Before there was a tree to grow in the earth, there had to be an earth first for it to grow into, or there would have been no tree to grow. And if there's a desire in the human heart for more of God, there's got to be more of God somewhere to respond to that deep calling to the deep. See what I mean? Now, the deep calling. Now, how many here believe in divine healing? Let me see your hand. Well, that is wonderful. All right? Now, something in your heart tells you that there is divine healing in God. Is that right? Well, now, before you can have that in your heart, there has to be a creator to put that in your heart. See? Here not long ago, I was reading in a paper where a little baby eats the pedals off of a bicycle, eat the rubber off of a pencil. Well, the doctor, when he got the little belly, said, he examined, giving his test, he said, you know what? The little baby hasn't got any calcium in its body. Now, its little body was made up to need calcium. Or, no, I beg your pardon, not calcium, it's sulfur. If it's sulfur, it goes to the human body. He said, the baby has no sulfur, and there's certain organs in there that's got to have sulfur. Then there's something here calling out for sulfur. See? If it's calling for sulfur, there's got to be sulfur somewhere, or this would be made for, to desire sulfur. See? And if there's something in the human heart craving divine healing, oh my, here we go. There is a divine healing. There's a fountain open somewhere. There's got to be... If you're craving, when you were back on or just with a lukewarm experience, your heart began to crave for more God, there just had to be a fountain over somewhere. Is that right? And God sent it. And when you're craving for divine healing, there's God, there's a creator putting that creation in your heart. It's a calling out, deep calling to the deep. There's a fountain somewhere. And Simeon had a promise of the Holy Spirit that he wasn't going to see death before he seen the Lord Christ. There was a call in his heart. Let's draw him in a... Let's take it on Monday morning. There's about two million Jews in Palestine that are born. Probably a couple hundred babies born every night. Every day there'd be the babies after eight days to be brought to the temple for circumcision, purification. And when he was born in a manger in Judea, Bethlehem of Judea, there was no one there to celebrate his birth. So God sent some angels down out of heaven, and they sang songs as he usually sang at a king's birth. 
some shepherds out on the hills. They went and told them about it. Three magi come following the star that passed over every planetary and no one seed, but those magi that led them to the Christ. Not much known about it. There was no press in them days like we have today, radio and television. Messages just from mouth to ear. Well, after eight days, let's notice little Mary with a black name to start with, supposedly to have an illegitimate child. But Joseph, born out of wedlock, everyone in the country then would scoff at her. There's that woman not even married, got a baby. But in her heart, she knew whose baby that was. We're just talking on that this afternoon. Here she comes to the temple. Let's look standing down the line now, maybe 200 women or three. Way down there stood some of them holding a lamb, a rich man's offering. But way down there, a little virgin, about 18 years old, a veil pulled over her face, holding a little baby wrapped in swaddling cloth. What is swaddling cloth? I'm taught that it was a, that stuff on a yoke of an ox. And when he's plowing, that cloth they had on there to keep it from rubbing, they had nothing to put the, in the baby on the baby, so they just unwrapped this cloth and wrapped it around the baby. And here he was, standing in his mother's arms in the temple. Everybody's standing back. I wouldn't stand near that woman like that. That little old baby must be sure a poor thing. Not even no clothes to put on it, but it was the prince of glory. Here she had two little turtle doves in her hand, a peasant's offering. No one paying any attention to her. Let's take way back over there in the temple. I see an old man sitting there reading the scroll, the tears rolling down his cheeks, saying, Lord, you promised me that I'd not die until I've seen your Christ. Now I believe that you will someday. I'm getting awful old, but you'll show me someday. About that time, the Holy Ghost moved up on his rise, didn't him? Start moving. Where, Lord, this move. Maybe speak to you tonight. It's your time to be healed. Rise. Start moving. Where, I don't know. Rise. All right. Here he comes out through there, led by the Holy Spirit. Moves over to that line. Goes down that line. The Holy Ghost leading. Come right straight to where that woman stood there in shame, with her head bowed, watching her little baby, his tears dripped upon its face, this little swapping's cloth. There that old priest reached over her arms without saying a word, tucked the baby in his arms, looked up the tears rolling down his beard, said, Lord, let your servant depart in peace. According to thy words, for my eyes have seen thy salvation. Way back down where half a million people were milling in the temple was an old blind prophetess sitting down there by the name of Anne. We're taught that she was blind, but she was waiting for the consolation of Israel. The Holy Ghost spoke to her. Here she rises, blind. Here she comes down to the temple, moving around to the temple, led by the Holy Spirit. Moved right over in front of the child and raised up her hands and blessed God. What is it? That same God that moved on them. If you believe in divine healing tonight, believe there is a fountain open somewhere, the same Holy Ghost is on Simeon and on Anne has moved you into the temple tonight, where there is a fountain open freely for healing tonight. Be expecting it. God gave you the promise that you could be healed by His power, and He's sure to do it tonight. Do you believe that? How have I seen wonder through the meetings? How the leadings of the Spirit? There's a woman setting threads now that I wish to speak to. I was in Fort Wayne, Indiana. A great revival was going on there from the D.B. Redder and Paul Raider. 
Many of the old gallant man, Brother Bosworth was studying. He was at the meeting, speaking. I got up in the Indiana Hotel and they found out I was in the Indiana Hotel and the usher come or bellhop come told me, he said, Brother Rand, you can't even get down in the many people there. So they took me out. There's a place where this man with multiple cirrhosis was healed and sent the word to King George of England for me to, King George of England sent word back for me to have prayer for him for his multiple cirrhosis, which God only me. The man had been a bed patient for ten years, paralyzing his waist down. He was saying there he couldn't even get the line and twisting. And some business man that night, the last night of the meeting, Brother Bosworth sitting here as a witness of this, picked him up. How many read We the People? You see the article of it, We the People, that noted book that goes around the world? My meeting was represented in there from the blind girl and so forth, went four Fort Wayne meeting. How many take the Pentecostal evangel with it? Then that too, and all them. You've seen the article, no doubt at all. Is representing the great famous book of We the People this year. And then when we're going through the platform, well, this man, some businessman picked him up. He had walked for 10 years. He'd been in bed with multiple strokes. Tried to lay him there. People's walking over him. He had what we call a fast line. And the fellow, they pulled him off the platform. He was about dead. He's sitting in his wheelchair again. He looked up like that. And I turned. I felt the face pulling. Looked down, and there he was sitting there. He said, oh, Brother Brown, if I could only touch your trouser leg, I'd have got well. Trying to touch my trouser leg to get well. I said, God bless you, Brother. I looked again. I seen a vision of him going walking away. I knew it had to happen then. I said, Brother, you've been a bed patient for ten years. That's right, sir. I said, but Jesus Christ makes you whole. Up he comes from that wheelchair. Like that, the way he went. And there was an old man laying there. He said, I can only touch your clothes, my brother. I'll get well. He's paralyzed. Had arthritis. I passed down. He put his old crippled hand over him. He said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's what I wanted to do. See, his anticipation. What? According to your faith, be it unto you. I got a letter from him about six months later. The man that had multiple sclerosis was driving down the road, and the man that had been paralyzed or had his uh, arthritis was out the field plowing on a tractor. And one thing the other, they were buddies, sat all through the meeting talking one to another, and this was the last night. And there the man that had been crippled for years with arthritis, drawn up a bed patient, seen the man coming down the road, had been a, a multiple sclerosis. Uh, patient and the man jumped out of the car and run through the field. The man, the other man, jumped off the tractor and they run, grab one another, begin to hug each other, scream and crying out there in the field. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That's the Yes. In there, I remember going out one morning. My wife and I and Mrs. Morgan, male nurse, had just been healed with a cancer. They'd give her up with it. Everything is just cancer too. She weighed forty something pounds. Lots of worse looking than Miss uh, this lady that I showed you that Miss Florence Nightingale, Bingham. South Africa, rather. Lots worse than she was. And they said that nothing could be done. She weighed 155 pounds, not in perfect health. She was with us and we was going down the street. We went out through the, under the basement and come out, going down the street. And I had my coat up. I was holding little Becky sitting there in my arm. We were going down the street. And all at once the Holy Spirit said, don't go over to the toddle house where this great Mr. Eaton of Canada was healed there in that little toddle house. said, go down this way for breakfast. I turned down that way, not knowing where I was going. I walked on. The women followed me. I heard his voice. I looked, and I was up over the place at Miller's Cafeteria. He said, turn in. And I went in. I got some prunes and a cup of coffee. Sat down. And I just that blessed me. By that time, somebody said, glory to God. <laughs> Miss Morgan said, now you're caught, aren't you? I said, but wait just a moment. And she was thanking God. Her old mother got up, and she said, Brother Graham, 
to my brother here. I followed meeting after meeting, meeting after meeting, trying to get in, and I couldn't do it. She said, last night I prayed all night that we even sold our cow. This in Texas. That we sold our cow to get to have the money to come here in the last meeting. And I said, we can't get a prayer card. Said, we've had many cards that can't be called. Said, we know we haven't got another resource at all that we could sell to follow another meeting. Said, I prayed all night long at about 4 o'clock this morning. I fell asleep. She said, I dreamed that I was to come to Miller's cafeteria and be sure to be here at 9 o'clock and just on the dot. Oh, oh, he is wonderful. God healed man standing right there. Turned without eating, started walking out the Holy Spirit meeting. I went to the door of a little lady, fine dressed young lady, dressed in black, fell almost to the street and said, Oh my. She was from Chicago. She stepped in this meeting tonight. She was here yesterday. God had spoke to her knowing that her life was at the end of the stake and said, go and stand before Miller's cafeteria at 10 minutes after 9. I wonder if the lady's here somewhere now. She, her husband owns a spaghetti something in Chicago. If you are, raise your hand or wave your hand or something. There. They sent me word that she was here. There she is, right there. Let's give God praise, right there. Cancer, malignant, way out. I think May Olsen all returned her down, and there she is tonight after two years of amazing grace. She led by the Holy Spirit, perfect hell. I think she just returned from South America. She was in a meeting here not long ago, giving a testimony. All right. After I left her, started on down the street. The Holy Spirit said, stand still. Mrs. Morgan he said, come on, my wife. I said, cross the street, go in the drugstore, get the baby a colored book, go on down through the basement, go up, the place is full. I said, the Holy Spirit's not through yet. I stood down the corner, I got back out of love, guns and fish and tackle and things. I was looking at it and watching nobody see me. I slipped back to the corner, I said, Heavenly Father, what would you have me do? He said, go down to the corner, cross the street, and stand there and look at it. I went out and crossed the street and stood there. This happens all the time. Stood there on the corner a little bit. I didn't know what was going to happen. Stood there about 10 minutes and people kept coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. After a while, the big Irish cop blows the whistle and some more pedestrians crossing. And I looked and here come a lady with a little tam on and with a check of light suit holding a um, pocketbook on her arm. She crossed the street. I went right by me like that and went on and said, draw close to her. And I did. And went on by like that. I thought, that's strange. Why do you want me to go by her? And I stood there a little bit. She turned around. She said, oh... She said, Brother Branham. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, oh, I feel like I'm going to faint. And I said, what's the matter, sister? She said, I'm from Canada. She said, I'm only allowed $150 a year down here. Spent all my money. Said I had five cents for coffee. I slept in a hotel lobby last night in a chair where they let me sleep. And she said, I had five cents for coffee this morning. I was going down a hitchhike my way back to Canada. And I was about two or three squares below here crying, saying I'll have to go back the way I come. He said, turn to your right. Then said, I got the spirit. I didn't know where it was at. The senior standing here said, I don't know how many turns were made. I said, what's the matter, sister? She said, my arm is big crippled. I was riding a dog when I was a little girl. I hurt my hand. I said, it's for your hand. Jesus Christ has healed you. There, that big cop said, I don't know who you are, Brother Brandon. Like I didn't talk about a prayer line. We had one there on the street for about an hour. And so some of them had to come and get me. Many, many things and how. But one of the things, one more thing, just a moment. Later, I've got five minutes yet. Look, quickly now. I was coming from Dallas. The Bible remember saying over there. I was flying back. A storm come up. I was sent down at Memphis. And they told me the airline said, we'll call you in the morning. I went to the Peabody Hotel. They stayed all night there. Next morning they called me early and said, I'll be ready at 8 o'clock. I said, all right. And I had some mail. I had the mail back. And I went out and been praying. I ran down to the post office to put the mail in the box. Listen, folks, now this is how the Holy Spirit leads. 
I went down to the post office, going down the street, I was going down singing that little song you could have called Steeple Sing. They're telling now how far and wide power is just the same. You'll hear it. I'm glad I can say I'm one of them. I was going down singing, I'm one of them, I'm one of them. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. I was going down like that. I started across the street and the Holy Spirit said, stop. I felt the angel of the Lord come here and I got back up amongst the big pillars there. I said, Heavenly Father, what would you have your servant? He said, turn and go back. Just keep going. I turned and went walking back down the street. I walked on and on and on for about three or four miles. Eight o'clock come, nine o'clock come. All my, I knew I was, the plane had gone, but I just kept on walking. That's while I was down in Colored District. I looked down there, a little old whitewashed house down there. Roses blooming around the door. I looked, hanging out over the gate, there hung a very typical ancient mama. She had a man's shirt pinned around her head like this. She was hanging over the gate like this, and all I seen her, all a hundred yards away, and I was saying, only believe, only believe, all things are possible, only believe. Walking on down, I quit singing, sorry, bye. I looked over, she said, hello, Parson. I said, how's it doing, Eddie? And down south they call a preacher Parson. So I said, I said, hello, Annie. And I looked, tears were rolling down her big fat cheeks. She looked at me. I said, say, how'd you know I was a parson? She said, I thought you was coming. I said, well, how'd you know I was a parson? Said, did you ever hear about the Shunammite woman in the Bible that had the baby? And I said, yeah. Said, well, I was one of them kind of women. She said, I, I was barren, and I promised the Lord he'd give me a child. I'd raise it for him. I said, I've done the best that I could. And said, then, she said, the first thing you know, my boy took the road to Strong. Said he took a horrible disease, and he's laying in there dying. So the doctors came in for him. He's been unconscious now two days. The doctors give him all kinds of shots, and nothing will stop it. Said it's done into the mire of the bones, and nothing will drive it out. Said he's been unconscious for two days. Said he was that rider. Said, oh, said, I prayed all day and night, Lord, please somebody. And said, the Lord this morning about four o'clock told me to go out and see a man with a brown suit on, a small man with dark hair would come down the street. That would be the parson. And she said, I've been standing here ever since that time. I've seen that brown suit come around the corner. But I know that was the parson. Oh, hallelujah. What am I thinking of? The same Holy Ghost of that city and the same Holy Ghost leading the church today. See? I said, Annie, my name is Branham. Did you ever hear of me? She said, no, sir, Parson Branham, I never heard of you. She said, will you come in and see my boy? I said, I don't want him to die a backslider. I said, I want him to be saved, Parson. And I said, yes, ma'am. I said, Annie, I pray for the sick. Did you ever hear my meeting? She said, no, sir, Parson Branham. She said, the only thing I know, the Lord told me you'd be a small man with dark hair and you'd have on a brown suit. He'd be coming this way. Oh, that same Holy Spirit who lived in Simeon's days is the same Holy Ghost today. He's ready to come when the deep calls to the deep. Then, friends, that morning, I've been to the king's palaces. I've been in aristocrats' home where it's worth as many as $28 million or more. And I've been in the port. But I never was any welcome. And I wasn't at the little old white horse cabin that morning when the sun coming up across the hill there, kissing away the sweetness of the fragrance of the roses as they was blooming. An old chain hanging at the gate of the plow horn, hanging down the end of it for a week. I walked into that little old house there with a little old brass-looking poster bread, a uh, little iron bedstead standing in the corner, a straw kick on it for a mattress, and up over the doors they dropped and left our room. An old water stub sat in the kitchen, but it was home. I look laying there in a bed, a great big colored boy, strong looking, with a blanket in his hand going, hmm, 
have some supernatural way to bring it down. Is that right? Or I wouldn't know nothing about it. I'm, you love him? Yes. Isn't he wonderful? You're just a little nervous now. Because it's just a tension of you standing here. But nothing to harm. It's all to do good then. It's all to help you. And that's why I'm here tonight. If I didn't think that God had sent me to do something to help these four sick people, I certainly wouldn't be here as a deceiver. If I couldn't think and didn't know that God had sent me to help the people, I, I sure wouldn't go to Africa. I'd go home with my family in the morning and take my job back and go to work out there for the conservation. But I, I wouldn't be a deceiver. But I believe and know that God has sent me to help people. And that's why I'm here tonight, is because that I believe that if God can do something through me to increase your faith, to accept the Son of God as your healer, then you'll get healed. You believe that, don't I you? Do. Yes. You do. Yes, sir. Now, yes, sir, I see you're, you're suffering with a horrible thing. It's called cancer. Is that right? Right. It's a cancer. That cancer is located... Uh, under the tongue, I believe it's in the mouth. Isn't that right? Right. You're awfully nervous. Now, see, that's the prostate trouble that's caused that. If that's been some time, you've been a little upset. You never have been able to do your life. You've got, of course, you've got bad eyes. Something wrong with your eyes. Your hearing's not good. You've been lately feeling awful sluggish and wore out. Strength depleted. Isn't that right? That's right. Was that true? That was true. Now, if that's true, so the audience will be able to see, raise up this hand. If that was true, every word. It's a fact. All right. Do you now accept Jesus as your healer? I do. Now, I lay my hands on you, and according to his word, and said, they shall recover. You shall have your healing, my brother. Go home rejoicing and happy, and be made well in the name of Jesus Christ. Say praise Let's say praise be to God. All this is so wonderful. Many times it gets me so weak last night, they had a little time with me. But I realize I can't last many years like this, friend. It burns your life right out of me. Many of you might not understand why, but sometimes they have to pack me off this platform. That one case of that demon leaving that man just then, it's got me reading. Staggering. See? The human part's gone. The supernatural comes in and works through human flesh. Not the human flesh, but the supernatural working through. Just like the light coming through that bulb. It isn't the bulb, it's the light, the current going through it. Take the current off, it's dark. Same with the humanism. How many remembers when a woman touched Jesus' garment and he got real weak? How many remembers the prophet Daniel when he saw one vision and he said, I was troubled at my head for many days. Is that right? Now you understand what I mean? See, you've got to break into a sphere that people know nothing about. There's no need of trying to explain it. You don't know it. It won't be known. After I'm gone, this will come up on someone else. All right. How did you do this? You are the patient, aren't you? Well, we be strangers, I believe, lady. I don't think i ever seen you.
And if we be strangers, then I'm standing here as a man, you as a lady, and there's some few thousand people looking at us. Besides that, there's a supernatural being standing here, which is the angel of God that I'm speaking of. And just as certain as I'm standing here, you're aware of that. You know there's something that you've never felt anything like that in your life. Isn't that right? If that's right, raise up your hand so the people see if that is right. Because your faith is again moving, pulling. Yes, ma'am. I see you going away from me now. You're going back. You stop at the side of a bed. I see you holding on to the side of a bed. You're crippled. Or no, you have an arthritis or some kind of a condition. I see you then start across the street. And you move down real easy to cross the street. And you were wearing the same clothes. It's been recently. Say you've got something on your mind you're worried about. You're upset. I see something hanging near you. You are... You're upset about something, aren't you? You're worried. Now, be honest with me. It is. It's something you're worrying about. Here it comes. Yes. It's concerning child. Childbirth. You're afraid of a miscarriage which being pregnant. Is that right? Don't worry. Go in Jesus Christ. Let's say praise be to God. To Jesus Christ. Let's give God praise like this. to make well, to heal, to do all things. The reason I kept holding on to the lady, I try not to hold on to those people too long. If I see one thing, I just let it go. But the lady was stumped when I said she was worrying about something. And I noticed then, I seen what she was worried about. I went ahead so her face got confirmed. Sometimes she has to talk longer than others. But of course, that lightning brings the crowd down. Maybe you have to cut off short. But be forever now. All right, lady, come ahead. Everybody. Be ready. Oh, you are blessed, my sister. Don't you feel you only have faith. Don't let nobody put nothing else in your mind. You're going to be all right. When she passed out, I know I felt it go out to her again, you see. I know God had respected that woman's faith. All right. Would you come near, lady, if you would? I believe that you and I are, are strangers. I don't remember you. If I've ever seen you, it's been somewhere in life that I do not remember. But you are, you've come to be made well, aren't you, sister? And I perceive right away that you're a Christian woman. You're a charitable sort of a person. You have a heart that you like to give and to do things good for others. Say, so you're a businesswoman, aren't you? Aren't you in some sort of a business? That's right. You are. I believe you're in a clothing business. Isn't that right? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you... Well, say, you've even sent me clothes, lady. You've given me clothes. Have you? You have. And you're suffering with kind of a headache and everything. You have a funny, odd feeling. You've been fasting for the last few days, haven't you? You haven't had that feeling since you've been fasting because it's been better. Is that right? Sure. Is that true? You've had an operation too, haven't you? Right. That's right. Uh-huh. And now, you believed always if I lay hands on you and ask God, that that would leave you. When those feelings hit you, you have funny feelings. feel like it's pulling you and shoving you forward. Is that right? 
Come here, sister. This will confirm you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, bless this woman who I bless. You said, whatever you bind on earth, I'll bind in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, I'll loose in heaven. Almighty God, knowing that this evil spirit has left the woman through the fast, may it stay away from her now. In the name of Jesus Christ, may she go and be made well. Amen. God bless you, sister. Go rejoice and be happy. Let's say praise the Lord, everybody. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who healeth all of thy diseases, who forgives all of thine iniquity. That's the benefits of serving the Lord. All right, bring the lady. Everybody, be reverent. Have faith in God. Do not doubt. Only believe. Have faith in God. I believe the Almighty is going to do something wonderfully. Oh, please, friend. Please. If God is testifying things to be true, I know it seems too deep to fathom. Now, I'm not reading your mind, but just a group out there just a wondering. Not that you don't believe, but you're just in admiration, you're wondering. Now, let the audience know that this is true. Isn't that true? If it is, raise your hand. But I see this audience here. I think of it. That's right. Just in admiration. Just believe. I don't want it. Just accept. No one can figure God out. You can't do it. There's no need of trying. You'll never figure God out. You've got to believe Him by faith. How do you do this? Well, I don't know as I've ever seen you in my life. We are strangers. And now look, audience. God told Moses, I'm going to send you down into Egypt to deliver the children of Israel. He said, I'm a man of slow speech. He said, but I'm going to give you a sign to do before the people. And if you do this before the people, then to turn his hand and heal it with leprosy and fix the stick to a serpent. So then the people's going to believe that I sent him. He did that one time, and that's settled. Is that right? Now, here is a woman, as far as I know. I've never seen her in my life. She's standing here. I don't know her. Never seen her in my life. She doesn't know me no more, I guess, by the paper or being in a meeting looking at me. But we being strangers. And if I testify to you that when I was born, a little boy back there in the mountains, that that light kind of hung over where I was, that followed me all the days of my life, not saying it was because of my righteousness, my, it was the foreordination of God. Ephesians 1 said these things was foreordained before the foundation of the world. Now, somebody wants the scripture for that. I feel it. All right, I'll give it to you. All right, Jude. The first four verses read, These, a man of old, foreordained, a man of crept in, unaware, foreordained to this condemnation. So lasciviousness. Use the grace of our Lord for lasciviousness. Is that right? Man foreordained of old to this condemnation. Like Pharaoh in Egypt, Judas Iscariot born the son of perdition. If you've got the least spark upon your heart for God, you are to thank God and serve Him with all your might. Right. Or He's giving you an opportunity. Now I stand here declaring the Creator of heavens and earth, Jehovah God. Now I claim to be a representative of His in these last days to bring faith to His church. 
And here stands a woman by me. And if I tell truth, then God vindicate my words truth. If I do not tell the truth, he'll have nothing to do with me. Any man can say anything. But if God speaks of it and says it's truth, then you believe the truth. You believe God. Now, if I tell truth, then if God will help me, I'll be able to see our sister. Now, you know what I mean by see her? Not as I don't see her now. But when Elijah, when they came down, the king, Jerome, and Ahab's son, and all of them come down before, and Jehoshaphat, come down before Elijah, and said, should they go up to battle or so forth? You know what Elijah said? If it wasn't that I respected the presence of Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't even look to you. Look at your sea. Is that right? The prophet said, I'll, but being that I respect him, I'll look at you. Now, lady, I want you to see this way and know surely that that feeling that you feel on you now, that's Almighty God. You believe that. I want you to be just as reverent as you can be in his presence. Now, look here and let me talk to you just a little bit. Now, you're nervous. I see that because you're twisting your hands and going on, which that's just anyone could see that. See, you're shaking and know that you're nervous. And it's a little more than ever now because it's, it's the presence. Now, be in prayer, Brother Rich. You see that coming from back in there, interfering with me here. Now, I just want to turn this way just a moment. See, sometimes, not as I'm trying to say you people don't believe, but you're human beings possessed with, with a spirit. And when it's coming this way, that wave's coming this way, and the vision won't materialize right, you see. And now, uh, yes, you suffer with a heart trouble. Is that right? You have liver trouble. It's bothering your liver. That is right. You're extremely nervous. Isn't that right? And you have... So you've been prayed for before, haven't you? I see you in some sort of a big meeting being prayed for. It's a great big meeting, too. I see a black... There's Brother Osborne. Is that right? If it is, raise your hand. That's right. Come here a minute. Well, you, you're, going to be, you're going to believe now with all your heart? Almighty God, author of life and giver of every gift, send thy blessings upon the woman and make her well. Jesus of Nazareth, heal the I pray thee, Father, in Jesus' name, that this horrible thing will leave her, especially this nervousness that she can get herself to quieten. May she leave this tabernacle tonight, going to her home, rejoicing, happy, made well, singing the praises of God, and never be bothered no more. For I bless her in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, sister. Do you believe with all your heart? Oh, you believe that you will do this with all your heart and strength? Believing that God will provide, will make. Do you believe that you're healed? You do? Yes. Say, here's something. Just to confirm your faith a little farther. I see a surgeon standing near you in an operating room. You've had an operation, haven't you? Isn't that right? And wasn't that a kidney operation? Is here? I see him have this thing laying across you this way. 
Now, is that true? If it is, raise up this arm. Uh-uh. I've seen it had the thing laying over you like this and turned you over sideways when he gave the anesthetic. That's true, isn't it? All right. Now, do you believe with all your heart? Or you go off the platform rejoicing, claiming your healing. Don't never say nothing else about it. That's what you're doing. Let's say praise the Lord. There's the cursedness of passing through prayer line after prayer line. When you want to accept your healing, don't you never go through another prayer line. You let that settle it forever. Every time you come back, it just makes it that much harder, that much harder, that much harder. See? And it breaks it. Now, Brother Baxter has pulled that screen across there, so that's, it'll make it a whole lot better for me now, I'm sure. All right, bring the lady. All right. How do you do, sister? Do you believe now with all your heart? You believe that the Lord Jesus Christ is here to bless you and to make your, you well? You do. All right, sir. You're anemia, aren't you? Isn't that right? Have nervous trouble also. Smother a whole lot of the heart condition. It kind of make you think that, but it is nothing but nerve. But you're going to get well. Do you believe that? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, go off the platform rejoicing and thank you, Lord, for my name. Let's say praise the Lord. Move in now. Have faith. Don't doubt. How many stand in this line now is going to believe with all your heart? All right. Out in there now. Just keep believing. All right. Bring the lady. How do you do, sister? Do you believe with all your heart? Believe that God is here to make you well? Believe the Holy Spirit will confirm His work tonight and do it. The only thing you're wondering now is what's going to be said about you. Not reading your mind. But your heart trouble has left you. And you can go off in your back trouble also. So you can go off the platform and rejoice and say, Thank you, Lord. I'm here. Let's say praise the Lord. All right, come, lady. Do you believe me as God's prophet? Is that with all your heart? With all your heart. You're a diabetic, aren't you? Go home and be well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Be reverent, everyone. Keep reverent. Hold everywhere in the building if you possibly can. Now, don't move around. Be in prayer. See, friends, if you only knew how that throws me out here. How many believe you understand what I'm talking about? It's a balance. It's just a... It's the Holy Spirit. It's so timid. Just as timid as it can be. All right. Everyone real reverend. All right. Come, lady. How do you do? You believe it's God, it's God's servant? Yes. You have two or three things bothering you. One thing you're interested in is your eyes. Which got you have a little stomach trouble also, which has caused my nervous condition and stigmatism and bringing you down. You want to be healed? Say, Jesus, I accept your atonement right now. Oh, yes, Lord. God bless you. Go and be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come, lady. If you come in this way, if God will speak to me and tell me what's wrong with you, will you accept it? Yes. Heart trouble. Go off and be made well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's say praise the Lord. That's the way. If you keep believing, if you just have faith, keep believing. You sitting there talking to the mute, sister. Keep them believing. There's one believing right there. It's just real strong. I've watched it two or three times now. Watch that lady there just a moment. The green dress on. 
I've seen it move over twice now. Tell her to be sure to have faith. Don't doubt. Believe with all your heart. I believe the woman's going to receive her speech and hearing. Everyone remember, I can't say just what's happening. I see what's the matter. She's been that way a long time. I think she was born in that condition. I see a vision coming over, but still it looks dark around her head part. Everyone remember, all right, come, sir. Now at least coming to the man. How do you do, sir? You're healed of your back trouble. So you can go off the platform and thank God for being healed of your back trouble. You won't have it. God bless you, brother. Let's say praise the Lord. Everyone forever, believe with all your heart. Something struck when I said back trouble. Sympathetic spirit struck them. Somebody else, just a moment. I know that somebody was healed then, the same thing. I felt it pull me sideways again. Wait till the man passes by. Here it goes, yes. It's a lady's thing. No, it's, it's a lady's thing there, them cherries on her hat. She had back trouble. Has been healed. Lady sitting back there. Did you have something wrong in your spine? A spinal trouble in there? Stand up on your feet. Jesus Christ makes you whole, lady. God bless you. You can go home now and be well. All right, lady, your heart trouble left you while you were standing here. You can go home now and be made well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come, lady. Have faith. Believe. The little lady standing there in the dark. Keep believing. And move towards you just then for a few moments. Have faith. Believe. Don't doubt. How do you do, sister? You believe with all your heart? Your stomach trouble will get all right. Go home and eat what you want to and say, Thank God for healing me my stomach. Or say, Praise the Lord. All right, come here, honey. You want to get over that asthma, don't you? Well, come here and put your arms around Brother Brandon. Our Heavenly Father, I ask thee to be merciful to this child. Almighty God, may she take this message back to her Catholic people, telling them that Jesus Christ, the great healer, has made her whole. I curse this asthma in the name of Jesus Christ. May she be healed from now on. Amen. God bless you, honey. Go home and be well. Let's say praise the Lord. All right, come, my brother. How do you do, brother? You believe with all your heart? You're suffering something wrong in your heart, too. Isn't that right? You have a heart trouble. Not only that, but you have arthritis. Isn't that right? Would you obey me as God's prophet? Raise your hands up in the air. Stomp your feet up and down. Don't never say anything about more arthritis. Go off the platform. You're healed with arthritis, heart trouble. God bless you. Say praise the Lord. All right, lady. Do you believe where you're sitting? If I'm able by the Spirit of God to tell you what's wrong with you, where you stand, will you accept your healing right now? You had a tumor, didn't you? Go off the platform and don't claim it no more. Be healed in the name of Jesus. You believe with all your heart? What do you think out there? Be revered, be revered, and God shall bring it to pass. Don't have no doubts. Always have faith. God will make it make you well. 
I'm watching this woman sitting here in this chair and this man too. Brother, I want to see you all come up from them chairs tonight and walk. I want you to believe. Somebody, sometimes people think when people are sitting in the chairs, they get to a place where they think they're helpless. You're not and hopeless? No, sir. Jesus Christ loves you and wants to heal you. All right. Be reverent now. All right, bring your patience. All right, sister. All victim of the circumstances. Trouble. Seen much of it in your lifetime. Now here you are suffering with a back trouble. Right across your back you have pains all the time. You got a swollen spleen. You have heart trouble. You did have, but you don't no more. Your faith has healed you. That's the way a person have faith like that little woman. They'd all get healed out there in the audience now. That's right. Have faith in God and do not doubt. All right, come, lady. Do you believe with all your heart? Wouldn't you like to eat a good meal again like you used to? You believe me as God's prophet? Amen. Go eat anything you want to in the name of Jesus Christ. Be made well. Let's say praise the Lord. Let's give God praise like this. a little child healed. He was wearing a white shirt. He had a heart trouble. Couldn't tell just where it was at. It seems to be setting to the right. I ever wonder, Reverend, is a little boy, a little light-headed boy, about eight years old, had heart trouble. He wearing a white shirt. All right. Everybody, Reverend, if there's such and such a child is in the audience, he's healed. I've seen him come before me. He had a white shirt on. And he is a little light-headed boy. He's about, looked to be about this high, suffering with heart trouble. If such a child is in the audience, Parents, fear no more, because the baby is going to be well. All right, sister, come forward. You believe with all your heart, then your heart trouble's over. All right. Also, I see another thing. I see, yes, you had a stomach trouble also, didn't you? All right, sir, just go on and eat what you want to now. You believe? That's all you have to do. God bless you. Let's say praise the Lord. That might not mean much to you, but what that means to her. She had an acid stomach. She hasn't eaten for a long time. I've seen her turn her head and vomit and everything like that and wash her face and everything fainty like. But she's going to be all right now. That don't mean much maybe to anyone who's not suffering it. But if it was you, you'd sure be very, very thankful to receive it. All right, lady, you sit in a chair. Do you believe with all your heart? Pass by and just take a hold of my hand. You believe me as God's prophet? Amen. You'll pass the tumor then. And then go in the name of the Lord. Let's say praise the Lord. Let's bless the Lord all my soul. Look at here. Some people wonder about these people in these wheelchairs just a moment. Have faith. Don't fear. Now look, I'm watching to you people. But the thing of it is with you all. Many times when people get in a wheelchair, they think, oh, I, I'm, I'm hopeless. I, the doctor told me I can't do it. Then you, you believe that. As long as you believe that, it'll be that way. Now, I can see you. I've seen you night after night. I've seen many things. I've seen this lady sitting here for the last two or three nights. I've seen a vision come over each night. And I know what's wrong with the woman. Certainly I can tell her what's wrong with her. But I can't, I can't heal her. That lady sitting right there has some kind of a spell. She's weak spells. When she raises up, she discards and goes forward. Isn't that right, lady? If you just use just a little bit of faith, have faith like the nurse has got there, and you can come out of that wheelchair and go down through the building, go on home, and forget about it. You can be healed. 
I can see your vision, but I can't hear you. This gentleman sitting here with your hand up. What do you think, Dad? You believe me as God's prophet? You're a stranger to me. You're sitting there with braces over your limb. You know what happened to you? You had an accident and broke your hip and won't heal. Isn't that right? Just raise your hand up and wave it like that. That's right. Have faith in God and God will heal your hip. You go home and be well. Amen. You believe with all your heart. Don't have this man sitting here. I see you look at me, sir. Look this way and believe me to be God's prophet. Do you believe me? All right. I know what's wrong with you. You're suffering with all cirrhosis. But God will make you well. Is it? Now, see, God, is that right? Raise your hand. Isn't that true? God can make you well if you just believe it. Have faith. Don't doubt. Believe with all your heart. Oh, how wonderful. Paralyzed. But God can heal you and make you well. Is that right? Paralyzed. I've seen what happened. You draw down your limbs and say, but God can make you well. See, there are friends that ain't the crippled. They get to a place where they think they can't. Now, the same spirit that's moving amongst these people, they just light up with a little faith that you'll do the same thing. You'll walk from this building tonight. I can't heal no one if I could. I ask them to accept their faith, to accept faith and believe. I challenge anybody in the building to look sit here and believe that God sent me and believe the testimony that I say is the truth and God will make you well. That's right. God will do it. I see a lady sitting right here now. Looking this way. She's got a dark hat on. A dark dress. Stand up right there, lady. You right there. Yes. No. Right. Yeah, well, bitch, you're up. You stand up. You don't both of you. Just stand up there a minute. All right, lady. Look this way and believe me. Do you believe me with all your heart? I don't all of you stand up. You interfere with that. Interfere with that vision that's coming before the lady. Let me see her first. This right here. Yes, sir. You're uh, suffering with a nervous trouble. Isn't that right? Is that right? Raise up your hand if that's the truth. Do you receive it now as your healing? In the name of Christ, be healed. Amen. What are you ladies set up there with that white thing on your hand? Do you believe with all your heart? With all your heart? You're suffering with a heart trouble, aren't you? Heart condition. Raise up your hand. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. My friends, there's no end to it. It can keep going on and on and on. Do you believe with all your heart? Here's this little fellow, this man, sitting here looking to me. Sit right behind the lady. That man sitting there suffering with us. I believe it's a ruptured condition. Sit right back. Isn't that right, sir? Stand up, raise up your hand, receive your healing in the name of the Lord. Sure. There's such another man sitting right there by you now with a vest on, with a tie. He's looking this way. Great faith in that man. Stand up, sir. You suffer with a cancer, but now you're healed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Go be well. Amen. How do you believe with all your heart? Here's such a man over here, thin hair, wearing a little checkered bow tie. Right there, sir. You had arthritis, didn't you? You would heal a while ago while you were sitting there. Stand up and receive it. And be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus. There you are. That's the way to be healed. Way back in the back. Look this way. Believe with all your heart. How many back there believe that God sent me to do His work? Raise your hand. I see a lady sitting right through here. Something's happening. The lady got on a blue dress. She's got some kind of a flower pinned on her side. Here looks kind of pink. The lady's suffering with a stomach trouble way back up there in the balcony. Sitting right there near the rail. Stand up, lady. You back here to this side here with a blue dress on the paint. That's you. Yes, ma'am. Stand up. You had a stomach trouble, didn't you? Raise your hand up if that's true. All right, you're healed. Go home and be well. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Any person in here can be healed right now by the glory of God. We can stand here hour after hour. Do you believe it? What about you here, lady? You can walk. You can do it if you'll just ask God. He said, you too, sir. There's no need of you sitting there. You can be made whole. Stand to your feet. In the name of Jesus Christ, every one of you is sick. Let's be healed. Lay your hands over on one another. 
In Jesus Christ's name, I curse the sickness of this people in the audience. Lord, let these people here in this wheelchair rise up in the name of Jesus Christ and be made well. Oh, Almighty God, all your life, now may the Holy Ghost fall upon every person in here and shroud them for your divine power. Clap the faith, Lord, may they make this committal. Rising in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and glorifying God, walking out of this building, shouting, praising God, the perfect victory.